What's up, guys? It's Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us for this week's episode. We are continuing the discussion of Anthem. Uh, this week, we have on uh, a, a gamer that played through the entire game of Anthem, and we're going to hear his perspective. Was it a good game? Did he enjoy it? Uh, were there things that he actually liked? Were there things he disliked? Kind of to act as a counter-argument to our last episode where RGG talked about Anthem um, and kind of gave his opinion on it, his negative opinion on it. Uh, let's see if somebody that played the game has a different perspective on it. Um, sorry for, you know, waiting a couple of weeks to get this one out. Just life gets busy sometimes and, you know, with a lot of other things we have going on in life, um, we try to do this pro bono. We don't get paid. We don't have sponsors for it. Um, so when we can actually sit down and take time out of our busy schedules to do it, that's when we try to get these episodes out. So uh, apologies on that, but we're going to try to get these a little bit more regular. I've got my uh, little recording studio, quote unquote, set up uh, in a little office space in my house now. So I have a nice spot where I can kind of, uh, you know, do my recording opposed to laying on my couch and talking into my phone and uh, RGG I know is working pretty hard to tr to try to pump out some more interviews because uh, he's very passionate about this very passionate about the gaming community I know he just started playing Red Dead 2 he's kind of late to the party but um, I know he's having a great time with it and I'm sure that he'll want to talk about that at some point as well um that's pretty much all I got, guys. I'm going to talk for a little bit after the interview, uh, give my perspective just on kind of gaming, um, purchasing games, um, pre-ordering games, uh, stuff like that, because I got a couple of things that I want to say. Um, I was thinking about putting some fireworks and stuff on here just because I know RGG's uh, going to say this is the best opener that he's ever heard, but to be quite honest, uh, the, the only time that I could find to be able to do this in and out was at quarter after seven in the morning on a Monday right before I have to go to work uh, because my schedule just didn't allow for it any other time. So I'm a little sleepy right now. Not exactly sure what I've said the past two minutes, but hopefully it was good enough to set you up for this interview from Regular Guy Gaming. Take it away, dude. Welcome to Regular Guy Gaming with host RGG and co-host first and last voice Ragbag. Before I get started, I need to say this. I have got to th say this because what went down, what they just heard before this, without a shadow of a doubt, was the best opener a co-host could ever do. There is no way that that can ever be beaten. He has topped himself and should retire. All right, now we're back. I've got Nick here. You guys don't know who he is. He was. We had episodes go way back. We had uh, Nick and Shane on. We talked about hilarious stuff. What? Anyway, we talked way, way back. We talked about uh, No Mercy and just how that chair get there. Just a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Now, Nick, is there a gamer tag or anything like this? You didn't, like, what do you want to be called? Brevin? Yeah, sure. Are you Revan187? Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Revan Murder, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Revan18, just dumb. wait, wait on this. Wait on this, please. I, I haven't done anything yet. I'm okay. Out. I'm actually, guys, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse because I have a feeling that um, it's, it's just something I've got to talk about because it's, I'm, as a consumer, I'm getting annoyed and we're going to touch on some of that. But. I know someone that got the full Anthem experience. Yes, we're going to talk a little bit about Anthem, but we're going to talk from a consumer's point of view. I want to hear his 
point, I want to hear how he feels about it, what he thinks about the game, and if he feels like his 90 to almost $100 was well, well, was it worth it? <laughs> so here we go. First off, they, they probably give like a little background behind your gaming, how long you've been gaming and stuff like that. You know, give a little background so they know you're not just some regular dude that doesn't know anything about gaming. But isn't this regular guy gaming? It is. So ignore that I said that. <laughs> At least let them know you are a regular guy that has an idea about gaming. I've been gaming with show, uh, RGG. RGG for a long time. Yes, very long time. In fact, when we first met, we were talking about uh, No Mercy, was it? Yeah, well, the wrestling games. And the then PS3 Bloody Roar, launched. Tekken. Yep, the PS3 had just launched. It was launched. PS2 had just launched. It was the PS2. Two. It was the PS2. You were right, right. Yep. And uh, you got you introduced me to Shane O'Mac, and yeah. Shane thought he was good at fighting games. Yeah, because that was the SmackDown era. Yeah, and then he met me, <laughs> and then he was like, oh... I'm not good at fighting games, but Shane's not here, so let's talk bad about him. <laughs> no, later. Let me. Let's just get right to the point. Anthem. How much did you spend on that? Uh, what is the deluxe package? About eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Now, or was it seventy? I don't remember. One of the two. What was that experience? What was the ant? Did you follow the hype of Anthem? Hype? The hype. Did you follow the trailers at E3? All the trailers that came you out? Know, it was all hyped up between all of us. I mean, we played the demo and we were like, oh yeah, demo there's was some good. bugs. But the gameplay, the core gameplay we felt yep. was like, it, it's there. Mm-hmm. If they work out this other stuff, we'll be. it should be solid. Yep. It should be solid. Yep. Lo and behold. <laughs> what happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> and... Is it safe to say that the game you played wasn't even the demo? Wasn't even that at all? Uh-huh. Well, like, the demo... No, I, had, I feel like the demo was exactly the game. But the, Which is actually... <laughs> I know what you mean. But the demo had more armor choices. The demo showed more things. It, it, it did... Or, uh, like customization. Do you yeah, feel... Yeah, but the, the store has a customization, which they... From day one, they preached that that's what the store was going to do anyways. Mm-hmm. And they rotate the armor, the different armor styles through the store or whatnot. And I've earned enough where I can buy a couple because mm-hmm. so I, I played so much in the beginning. But So at, that's a good point. So at first, it's good. At first, at, is it? It was, it was okay. Other than the connection issues with the servers we constantly have. That's a common problem that people have. It's very difficult to actually play a game. Like, we... I. The group of friends that I play with, one of us always gets kicked by the third match. Uh, whatever we're doing, by the third game we enter, either one or all of us are kicked out of the group. Okay. And that got annoying. Let me ask you this. Destiny, when that first came out, would you say that that was, even Destiny, about however long ago that was, was that actually, do you feel that was a better release than what Anthem was? Well, I could not comment because I did not buy into the Destiny hype and I did not play it. I did. Yeah, I did. I can tell you this much. Was it a disappointment? It was a disappointment. But was it anything as bad and as disappointing as Anthem? No, it made me look back at Destiny and go, wow, I didn't know any better. But this is coming from Bioware. This, right. Remember Knights of no, the Old no, Republic? No, no, here, here, okay. Here's my thing about all that. Like, when people, I don't know if some people say there's a storyline that you got to read in depth yeah, about. Like, maybe they haven't played any Bioware's games, but you shouldn't have to look too hard. 
for a storyline. Amen. Bioware, it's uh, Bioware is Plus, known for good and good, bad choices. Like I remember Knights of the Old Republic and stuff. Your decisions affected the outcome. Uh, multiple endings. There was multiple choices on what uh, you could do, but I don't feel like it's affecting anything. And, and it's not. In the end, it's so that is such a good point. In the end, it is literally just talking. The game is going to go along without you anyway. Exactly. The game doesn't give a shit about your choices. They're going in this route. That's not Bioware. That's not what Bioware was known for. They're known for building worlds, building characters, characters that you feel for if they die, characters that you want to have sex with. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a Dragon Age. I'm playing Dragon Age Origins right now, and my only goal is to have sex with the elf again. <laughs> I love him. The the the, uh, the, the, um, the wood elf. That's Never played Dragon Age, but yeah. I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't stutter. You didn't play Dragon Age? I haven't played any of them. So what Bioware games have you played? Knights, Knights of the Old. Old. We used Republic to play that a lot. And One and two. And remember, think about it. We got disappointed in two. But it was... <laughs> imagine nowadays, if a game like Knights of the Old Republic 2 was released, we would look at that like magical. How much depth, how much work they put into it. Now, have you noticed, we're not getting the same product. Right, right. I, I, I feel like... Uh, well, there's... A, I think it's a catch-22 because the genres, they're they're trying to multi-platform these games now. That's a good point. Yeah, they are. So, like, you'd be able to play on PC, whatever. And a console game will rarely uh, satisfy a PC gamer. That is true. Uh, PC gamers are usually massive. If it isn't massively online, they die out pretty quick, usually. So, there's that. You like, feel, okay, so that's a good point. Like, God of War. Would you think that was successful on PC? Uh, it didn't come out on PC. It was it was PlayStation exclusive. And it um, got Game of the Year, like, and it was beautiful. and it was a, Yeah, but I loved it. I played yeah. it. But do you think it would be that successful if it came out on PC? Sorry. If, if it came out on PC, it would be very successful because the goal of it was a story, a single-player experience. And there are people out there that still appreciate a single-player experience. The sales will show that. Okay. I don't think it will. Well, that's why I understand that. But it, it won't ever, though. Right, because there's no online experience with it. No. Other than the storyline. Uh, well, there's no... It's not designed for that. Corey Barlog, the director and the, the well, guy... Well, I know this. Yeah. Like, but I, I'm also disappointed he didn't do like a season pass to... No, they actually... Okay, so we can talk about that. that they did that for a reason. <laughs> no, we can talk about they, t- they wanted to do DLC with God of War. The problem was when he went to his development team and said, Hey, this is what I have. They said, that's a whole nother game. And then they looked at it and they said, we can either, ha- either have the best single-player story experience this first go-around or cut some development time on what they were doing to split it up for DLC. He did the right thing and said, no, we will save that for the second story. We will not do the DLC so that we can have a good first finished product. That's why it won Game of the Year. That's why it keep- it sells and it keeps saying people love the game. It is absolutely amazing. They put their all in on that first. They didn't make us wait for a download, for a, a patch. No, they didn't. It was a complete game. I agree with it, but yeah. I still want more. That's that's good. That's really good. Do you want more of Anthem? No. Yeah, all right. They have done their job. And Anthem is a game service. You know, where you pay your money and then continue to pay money. Yes. That's garbage. If you're going to be free to play, it's not free to play, but if you're going to spend 60 bucks or you're 80 bucks, do you feel like you got your money's worth? Uh, no, it should have been probably marked down. But I feel like a lot of games have been filling their marks these last things. Fallout exactly. 76. Fall Mike. They've heard too much about me bitching about Fallout. We're not going to go there. Did you play Fallout 76? Uh, no. 
No, I... I Did you just know? <laughs> no. No. There was no way. <laughs> Did you know beforehand? Did you have a feeling? Uh, well, I, I just watched a lot of the people playing, like, the betas and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, I wanted to know everything that I could before You're I an educated gamer? Wait, you make choices? You make educated choices on well, your Well, obviously not, because no, I No, you got Anthem, anthem. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have... Um, friends, when your friends hype you up, you, it's hard. That's true. It's hard. There that's are true. some games that it's just hard to, like, avoid or whatever. Like, I will now give Now we're that. talking Division 2. Division 2. I, I really want to buy I, it. I, I know. I played Division 1, and I know the the bugs and the problems it run into, but I know what Division 1 was like towards the end of its life, and it was amazing. So it's very difficult for me as a consumer, as someone that really enjoys, you know, th- that I love that genre. I love that type of gaming, and I know they learned their lesson this time around, so I almost want to support them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They apologize. They basically like, look, guys, we're sorry. Right. Like, there's like a few studios that I uh, I'll rely on still. You know, like, which ones are left though? Nintendo, uh, we know for sure we can rely. All right. On. Uh, Rockstar. Rockstar. Red Dead Redemption Online Two was horrible, but the game itself was great. Yes, the game itself was great. The online, but just like Grand Theft Auto, uh, the online immediately was. Garbage. But it got better over time. Yes. But, but Red Dead's not doing that. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. They're still supporting Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, I know. Grand Theft Auto Online. Well, the modding. It's so. Kills. Yeah. It's just so good. Like, it, if you ever think there's uh, guys at DOJ, love those guys. They play cops. And, Explain that. Uh, it's a YouTube group that makes videos on. Uh, they play serious. And there's actual people that play cops on the server. <laughs> and these guys go in and they try to think up of a crime. Like, they got to think of the storyline thing. And, like, there's, like, a web page that they have where you fill out ID information. That's really so, cool. So, but it's, like, they've done the drug runs. They've done, like, the meth van and stuff like that. The it's, meth van? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> the meth van was definitely in South Dakota. That had to have been in, definitely no. in the Midwest. Well, they went out to... The the, the desert part, yeah, 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 the Badlands. I'm gonna ask you a question. We got Shane O'Mac here. Probably doesn't want to be on the show. That's fine. Give me your honest opinion as a consumer. Of I'm gonna need you to stop what you're doing, please. I can't. What what is it? It's a Lego game. It's a Lego. Those games are all good. The he can wait. All the Lego games are good, but I'm gonna need you to focus now. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and pause that for me, sir. Sir, calm down, sir. Calm down, please. We don't want to escalate this. Now, tell me your thoughts. Tell me as a consumer, tell me your thoughts of Anthem. You still play it clearly. What do you think? All right. Very interesting. I know, right? He made a really good point there. (laughs) Nothing. All right, we'll move on. So overall, when it's said and done... Uh, the game could probably be good in six months. If but they, but yeah, I, I they're, agree they're with you. Lose the player base. It, the player base is already experiencing fatigue. Well, the, 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 it's been boycotted for like that week or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And that's just the thing. I don't want to hear that anymore. I am done hearing. Oh no, we're gonna that time when we're supposed to be creating DLC. I, we're gonna I can fix be it. Hopeful, I want, but I'm, the game will probably be off my system long before it's ever fixed all the way. No Man's Sky is a perfect example. That game is everything it was supposed to be right now. 
problem is it took a year to get there. And now they're making another. They're making no, no, no. They're not making another. It's a, it's an expansion. Oh, okay. And it's just it took them too long, and that's something that I'm just sitting, getting sick and tired of. Now, let's talk about what are some trends you're noticing that is worrying you in the gaming industry. Mine is these game services, the ones that do it right. I don't think PUBG does it right. I think Fortnite does it better. Game services. Game games that are live services. It's a game that keeps going on and on and on in microtransactions. Um, DLCs keep it going. The game itself is free. I don't like microtransactions. Microtransactions. Uh, I, I think everything should be able to be earned in game some way, some form, no matter how long it takes to grind or whatever. Yeah. But with that being said, it is it's like I would never. I I was okay with season passes. Season passes I like. I am down with those. Like if they need like thirty bucks for a year, all right. That's that's cheap. That is cheap. Like I say, Fortnite is ten dollars every sixty four days. If they did like two or three bucks a month, which is thirty bucks a year, what you know what I mean? Yeah. I would be more inclined with that and play the game and keep the servers up and going and paying those people than paying for a full anthem, a full price game. So I see. Well, what I mean, for all uh, yeah thing games, I see what you're saying. Overall, a game that actually supports itself actually takes it. They put the consumer first. You're more than willing to drop some money willingly on that for cosmetics. Monthly, monthly mm-hmm. cosmetics. Boom! I'm gonna do this because this game is doing well. It's and I treating like us well. It. Yes, that is good. So let's talk about Fortnite versus PUBG. Oh yeah. Ah! Okay, so Revan187, you got me into PUBG. Yesterday, I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that I was not gonna like it, um, but I ended up. I do like it. I like the realism of it. it uh, the realism. The realism of it. It has a lot more opportunities for hilarity things to happen than what Fortnite does. The one thing I don't like though about it is the way the microtransaction system works. It is a little predatory. I notice, like selling, um, like the. One, the experience. I notice you're only allotted a weekly amount, uh, no, a daily amount of experience you can earn. You can only earn so much. That is dumb. That's blocking Uh, you. Yeah, I know. That's making it so that you have to buy things. Fortnite, you can make as much experience as you want. In fact, they promote it. They give you bonus experience. Say, hey, play with people. Get as much experience as you want. Right. Okay, so... What do you think about like? What do you think about that? Because that seems predatory. It, it is predatory, but until there's something done about predatory acts on games, which is we're happening, gonna, we're gonna see a lot of that, and a lot, no matter what game we're playing. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I try not to spend money on stuff that I don't believe in. I like I said, the Vendiki, uh, Vendi. Explain think, to them what that is. Uh, it's just like. The for, Fortnite season pass or whatever. It's a season. It's this season's pass for, for PUBG. PUBG. The I noticed one. I like what they did. They they copied exactly what Fortnite's was. It looks exactly the same. And there's but what I have noticed with with PUBG, their free unlock pass gives you way more than what Fortnite's free does. Fortnite's free unlock gives you barely barely anything at all. Um, in fact, once you get to a certain stage, once you start getting into like the 50s all the way up to 100 tiers, you get nothing. Um, but once again, you don't get anything. You get the full experience paying no money. Right. PUBG is actually giving you stuff for free regardless. So yeah, I, I, I see... The pass is better. 
like if they did the pass system. The pass the is season, yeah, the season or whatever the heck. They but you still do. get stuff like me. I've spent no money. You got it for me. I felt like I should have got more for thirty bucks though. Fortnite's free, and I got the same amount of shit for a free game. Fortnite versus a thirty buck game. I got nothing extra. It is what it is. I uh, I, don't I don't agree know. with that. Although I will say it is Fortnite fun. Fortnite is free, but there's things in Fortnite that I can't stand. Oh God! Here we go, guys. This is fair. Let's talk about it. I'll tell you this much. I, I didn't. I, I don't like if I want to play my merge Minecraft and my first person shooters or shooters. Third person. Third person yeah. or first person. I'm mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, I would play Fortnite. <laughs> the, so you saw me. Shoot a guy in the face with a shotgun. What'd you see after that? Uh, <laughs> immediately, him build walls and escape. <laughs> I did, and I hit him for shield damage. Not like that is annoying. Like when the first thing I noticed in PUBG, which you were correct, is I'm gonna like the realism. I shot a dude in the face in PUBG with a shotgun. Didn't matter what he had, he was done. I was it was nuzzle inside of the mouth. Boom. And Fortnite, yeah, <laughs> and Fortnite, if you do that, it takes their shields away and they build a fortress. Yep. And you have to work your way through a fortress. <laughs> I will I will admit that is very annoying and can turn people off. And it, But what I've noticed is this. So not only do you have the Halo-like play where you got to burn through shields and stuff, shields. you got to shoot that. through walls yep. and everything else and then... Pray to God your Trump Tower is taller than their Trump Tower. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta hope that high ground. You always fight for high ground in that game. I battle low ground though. When they start building, you see me. I rush the bottom of their build and I start tearing it down so that if they hopefully they don't have glider redeploy, which basically is redeploying your your parachute. Yeah, the the little umbrella. Mary the umbrella. Yep. Yeah. If they don't have that, uh, they fall to their death, which is it's called um, irresponsible building. Now, what I like about um, Division, I'm sorry, not Division. What I like about uh, Battleground PUBG, uh, PUBG is that you really do need to rely on each other. You need to communicate. You need to talk. Uh, you can kill each other, which is always a plus. Um, you need to. You, or a realism. bad thing, we probably get banned if we start killing each other too much. Uh, can you? Yeah, yeah can you, you? I was you wondering can, that. Yeah, you can get banned for team killing. <laughs> for TK, then why is it in the game? Because it was the in Fortnite. Realism factor. They got rid of it in Fortnite, so I can see why people play this game. But I also see where they made mistakes and where they lost a lot of their fan base and their people, because this game definite one. I've seen it on your computer. I've seen it on PC. Compared to other things, the graphics are are absolutely bad. There are a lot of bugs. Well, it's old school. It is. It's, You're right. It's That's like true. It's, it's remember this company was not known. Yeah. Before this all launched, they have it on an old. Uh, what is it? On I don't even know the engine that they're using right now. Oh, they or, haven't upgraded their engine. I don't know. You know. Uh, I, well, this is. The new map, they've done a little bit better. The, like when you when we played the snow map, it yeah, felt like was, it was a nicer. That to me felt like they were also copying Fortnite because Fortnite map it was for a while there, and when it was winter, I know it's spring here soon, but like the whole map went snow. But the Ice King well, came you up. You haven't even played on the fourth map yet. What's that one? The Miramar. It's no, a, it's a, like it feels like you're in the Philippines. That's dope. I like that. 
Another thing in that game is I love the ability to hide and naturally you naturally can hide. Like when it came down to me and another guy, the only reason why I didn't get the chicken dinner, which means the battle royale win, which means they'll win, is because I just didn't understand the weapons fully. But like hiding in the grass, that's a thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Hiding in bushes. Yeah, see, the, I that's think, hilarious. I think the, to me, it, it seems like the old battlefield engine, and then it moved over and stuff because it's got the bullet drop, it's got all that. That's Apex. Uh huh. Oh god, the bullet drop off. Oh my god. Anyway, Apex well, Legends Apex is, isn't that battlefield? Drop. That's that. That's a Apex Legends is a is a, in the battlefield. No, Titanfall world. Never mind. Apex yeah, Legends yeah. is in the Titanfall world. Yeah, Battlefield's older than. Yeah, yeah. My that. bad. My bad. All right, so uh, I was going to ask you this before, but I didn't. Let's uh, let's go ahead and rate. I want you to rate Anthem for me real quick. We um, we call them RGGs and ragbags. So, uh, out of ten RGGs and ragbags, uh, what would you give it? Uh, Just in, in fairness, fairness, be, fairness, yeah. five because it seems interesting at first, okay. and I know it's, it's got potential, but it's probably going to be too late for. It by the end. So what do you think if someone was to say, oh... And I wouldn't buy a five game. I'm just saying. <laughs> you would rent it or something. I, I, yeah. I would rent it if they had... You could rent games, so yes. All right. Is there anything that you're looking forward to recently? Like, is anything new coming up that you're uh, looking forward to? Well, I guess Mortal Kombat a little bit. Ooh, Mortal Kombat 11. I'm not very. I good can't at wait games, to but beat I enjoy Shana. playing with you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do you? I don't understand that. You don't. I mean, we just. You know. I'm just not good. But and you're cool, and you accept it. Yeah, I. Then you just I'm see not, what happens. I, don't have things. I can see it, but I'm just. You do. My hand-eye coordination <laughs> is not what you. Uh, yeah, we were. I remember years ago we were playing Street Fighter Four. You used to have fun. You take your shirt. You would use your shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> my thumb down is an oil. Yeah, that, or whatever. That's awesome. All right, cool. I really do um, appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, help me out <laughs> and just to do this with me. Thank you for giving the point of view from a consumer. I would have been nice from Shane O'Mac, someone to actually enjoy the game, to hear his point of view and what he liked about the game. I love everything about it. Do you? I do. Like, be real, for real. For real? Yes. The There's no, no judgment here. The only thing I don't like about it is the fucking fact that there's no loot at all, ever. I was going to ask you about that. He reminded me. over and over again. I was trying... That's the only thing I don't like. That's, that. It's a shooter-looter. I was going to ask you about that, too, is the fact that the loot is... It's supposed to be a shooter-looter. So, outside of the loot, which is what the game is supposed to be about, your the combat is fun, I'll admit that. I like the combat, hate the story, hate the, uh, the HUD... Would you say it's on the Witcher level of story? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend that said that the story, these are her exact words, the story's as good as the Witcher. No, this person didn't say, because I went back and listened to it. They didn't say, go back and read the Gormars, you know, the codexes. If you go back and read the codexes and find the story, it's really good. They said the story's as good as the Witcher. No. <laughs> I guess if you... I, I don't There's know. Nothing. You, you got to smoke a lot of shit before <laughs> <you>. <laughs> to order to even be like, oh whoa! Did you notice? The only, the only upside to the story is the bartender is the voice of Victor Felix from Wreck-It Ralph. That's really cool. 
that's the only that, that is the, yeah that's that's the only part I ever look forward to is talking to the bartender just because I knew he is from another a movie but let's give them one thing at least they fucking had a story which destiny couldn't get done uh, uh in destiny's defense on that the uh, the who is the producer company on Activision that? Activision yeah those cut it deep. out they cut it out? Yeah, do no, you know who... Made, who? Bungie made the game Activision Public. I know that. And by the way, by the way, they gave... <laughs> they gave um, Bungie Studios, they gave Destiny back to them because uh, it's been doing... It's just... No, but, yeah, Bungie broke away. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. it back. Act, Act, Activision released. It was like, here, take your game, go. But finish what you were saying. Uh, the, the guy that... Uh, wrote the stories for Halo 1 and 2. Oh, Christ. Are you serious? Was the guy writing the story for Destiny. What, what happened? And they just wanted to pump it out for the money. That, which is Activision. so true. That's an Activision thing. So they cut Look the what they did with Anthem. Because they didn't think they just wanted the microtransactions. And people it. try to give EA credit for Apex Legends. That is not true. Apex Legends was something separate. I love the way the loot boxes work too. You can see, I will give you this, I love and PUBG, you can see what's in the loot box. That's cool. But the the drop rate is, out of what you want is freaking horrible. You, you know how much BP I've spent? Battle, just battle trying, points, is it? Yeah, battle points just to try to get a trench That boat. is still gambling in, in Fortnite. What you see in the llama, what you see in the loot crate is exactly what you get. You, there is no chances. It is promised, guaranteed that's what you get. Well... <laughs> they could up the price of the BP of the crates, and then I'd be okay. If, you, make, if what you saw is more what you, crates, yeah. But what they've noticed is the actual people buying, and what also too is to get people to buy them more, they drop more legendary things like legendary survivors. Well, the, legendary, so they, they, yeah. they need to steal the upgrade thing, like where the, like the box you upgrade it, you have everything in there. You're like an option to keep upgrading it, so it changes the loot inside till you get something you That's want. That's a good idea. Does anything do that? No. I, I would do that. I just, I, that's, I, I saw you messing with your llama. I thought that's what the llama was doing no, when the, you were upgrading. It was upgrading? No, that's a good idea, though. No, the llama was showing, the llama itself, I just got lucky, and it was an upgraded llama, three different levels. <laughs> and I, it showed me where I'm like, I'm buying that. Right. Now, before, it just would have been a basic llama, and I had to hit it just to find out if it was going to die. I had to buy it first, so that was a lot of fun. I really did enjoy that. Okay, so overall, thank you for... I do appreciate your opinion and just uh, as someone that's played Anthem, you played it all the way through. Yeah, I'm at the end game stuff. End game is the end game. Should just a bunch of the same assets reused. It's yeah, it's yep. you just do the three strongholds, right? Yeah, three strongholds, and there's three people that you can get uh, repeatable missions from. That's it. That's it. And th- this is the game that or I or free play. And I have other f- and there's I, stuff for free you. play. <laughs> Random events on the free play, which, which I'm, don't I heard seem the so map. Random. The map I heard is really bad, so it's hard to even find the world events. You can't find the world events unless you get super close to them. So you need to be close to the world events first. Yeah, then it'll pop up with a marker. See, at least Destiny, guys. I'll be honest with you, I didn't make it that far in Anthem. After right off the bat, when I walked outside and it didn't show a Strider walking across. Like it showed in the demo, and it didn't show like the the realism and the stuff. I played a little bit, and then I noticed the very first mission was a uh, a horde mode, a survive, like uh, protect a point. I was like, fuck that, nope. I immediately knew that I had got a lot of protect the points. Those are horrible. Like, think past that, guys. Come on, this is Bioware we're talking about. I know they could have done better. 
All right. Well, thank you very much. I know I tried to end the episode earlier. My bad. Thank you very much. Um, I was going to call you Bill C187. My, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Revan187. I really appreciate it. Uh, you have like, there's people that play PUBG. Do you want them to join up with you? What's your PUBG information or anything like that? No. no. Got it. Got it. Uh, I play with my tight group of friends. Yep. You got your group of friends. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, Shane O'Mac, thank you for the little bit of input you did. Um, I appreciate You're welcome, it. Buddy. I appreciate <laughs> you. All right, guys. Uh, I sorry for beating a dead horse, but I really wanted to get someone in that actually experienced the game and and can actually speak from their point of view that spent their money how they felt just make better informed decisions as gamers so that publishers are forced to make better uh choices that benefit us as gamers like don't pre-order you don't think people should pre-order i don't think so i think pre-ordering is because pre-order all 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 you pay for in a pre-order is the beta test which is now a common thing which is a common thing now, and they always have a free weekend Otherwise, all the digital extras, you can always get after launch. You can always get after. That is true. One of the reasons why I thought pre-ordering was good is because it gives them a good idea of what they're going to do for sales. Mm. That's why I was always like, I'm okay with pre-ordering. Yeah, but they never launch on what they sell on pre-order. Or they never... Well, uh, back in the day, remember that? Back in the day, a pre-order used to be a real thing. It used to mean a thing. But the games you were completed... (laughs) <laughs> the games that is a good point the games were indeed completed very true all right thank you guys very much make informed decisions know a little bit more about the game before you just go and pick it up and waste money i'm sure um if ragbag had a chance to go back he would buy luigi's mansion again and play it all over again because he loves that game so so much and there's luigi mansion on the why nintendo ds yeah why doesn't he just ask the switch to freaking remake it they are Oh, my God. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. I cannot wait, and I can't wait to get his. Um, By the way, Luigi, he's so powerful. Guys, look this up on YouTube of the new Smash Bros. that just came out. It's really good. There's this bug for some reason that's been following Luigi in the Smash Bros. games to where if he just stands there, he wins. The computer defeats itself. That's how amazing and powerful Luigi is because he has mastered the art of ghost battle. Guys, look up on YouTube, Luigi doing nothing and still winning. It is absolutely hilarious. All right, this is RGG. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. And we are going to give this right back to Ragbag. Well, there you have it. Another uh, premium discussion from regular guy gaming, RGG, and some friends talking about Anthem. Um... The negative perceptions continue, except for uh, one of the other guys in the background saying that he thought it was a pretty decent game, Shane O'Mac, um, but he didn't want to clarify or or specify or you know open up, I guess, on why that was. Um, you know, there's one thing that I was kind of thinking about when it comes to these games, and I think it's interesting. You know, uh, on this podcast, we you know sit here and we bash like Fallout 76. And we bash Anthem, and you know, I kind of after the fact thought that Madden was a terrible video game, and EA is a bunch of terrible human beings for releasing a game early and then really not making it playable until a year after it comes out. Um, we were talking about that with like the Division recently, where when the Division one first came out, it was basically a game that was hyped up on a bunch of false promises, uh, and people got really pissed off about it. And then, what do you know? After a bunch of uh, you know, patches and stuff. The game's awesome. Uh, and it's it's interesting because that seems to be 
where a lot of these AAA titles are at nowadays, or all these overhyped games are at nowadays, like uh, you know, No Man's Sky. It started out with quite like honestly one of the 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 worst um, PR nightmares I've ever seen in gaming. And nowadays, people say it's a pretty good game that you can get for ten dollars. But it released what two, three, four years ago. Um, so you know. It's it is weird, and I think a lot of these devs are trying to pump these games out, add features, do all these things that you know people just didn't do in the past, and then at the same time um, make get their money's worth. You know, um, I think unfortunately a lot of times with these online games, especially like a Fallout seventy six, like an Anthem, like a Division, um, the focus is so much on multiplayer that sometimes I think it's different. You know. And again, I, I think I might have said this in the last episode. I don't know what the difference is in developing a multiplayer game versus a single player game and how difficult it is to like manage all the different online features. Like when you're playing with somebody that's not local, is there a bunch of other bugs and glitches that you need to work on or or work out uh, opposed to a single player game? Like does that make it more difficult because you have bandwidth to worry about and all this other stuff? I have no idea. And maybe that's one reason why you know, a lot of the disappointing games are online games. I feel like when, no, I'm sitting here trying to think of some of the single-player games that have been a disappointment that have been overhyped, and it's the, the list seems to be, if you just kind of sit here and try to think off the top of your head, a lot shorter than the list of uh, online, you know, games, multiplayer games um, that people are just, like, pissed about upon release date. You know, I'd throw like Madden and all the sports games in there because that's just kind of how those are. They have some forgiveness because they're annual releases, so the devs don't have as much time um, to, to move from game to game. Um, but, you know, you even think about like Fallout 4, for example. Like, I know a lot of people were pissed off with that, but still, there was a lot of, there was a lot of shit you could do in that game. And while people, after playing it, weren't as happy with with how they would have been i guess or how they thought they would have been with the new fall game there still wasn't as much backlash with that and you know a lot of um what this is and i think the devs are definitely to blame but to be quite honest if you as a gamer and i'm just going to be totally candid are dumb enough to go out and spend 80 90 100 on a game that's putting together awesome marketing campaigns and it ends up shitting the bed that's on you man like nowadays in my opinion we have so many different resources game reviews early gameplay releases um people to go to on online and on streaming services to see what reviews are of games um you have an opportunity to do a lot of research and if you you know buy into the hype and go out and purchase these games day one regardless you know i i just think i think it's on you i don't think there's anybody to blame but yourself you know i i i have quite a few friends that play games like that 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 buy into hype machines and i'm not saying that i don't from time to time because i definitely do but you know that that make excuses and say well the game's this and the game's that um when they have ultimately made a bad purchase and i think it's because they're embarrassed because they know it's on them you know when somebody buys a game and they feel like they're cheated out of sixty dollars a lot a lot of times they don't blame the developer they're like fuck i made a really bad that was on me and that's why they always come out and defend the games like, oh, you know, um, this is what I expected it to be. You know, uh, it's like the same with like car sales nowadays. You know, people used to think car salesmen were these dirty um, thieve 
thieves, right? You go like you go buy a car and they'd sell you a junker and all this other shit and they'd sell you bad models and whatever. Um, but you know, as consumers nowadays, we have an opportunity. We have a lot of resources. Show me the fucking Carfax, dude. Uh, or you can look at a car, you can head home, go online and check all the shit that was wrong with that model. I did that when I purchased a car a couple years ago. I was in love with a, a Subaru Forester from like 2012 and I found about, out about this like terrible, uh, fucking oil recall thing that the car had. Um, and ultimately I didn't buy it because I did my research on it. And again, so I think when people buy games, and I think RGG is different. He's trying to stand up for the gamer. The dude didn't buy the game. He's just trying to, you know, say these devs are basically trying to steal your money, which is accurate. But I think if you are a gamer and you purchase that game, uh, you don't have the right to really talk shit. You 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 made a bad, you made a poor decision, and that's just my that's just what I think. You know, um, I'm trying to think of what else came out recently. There's been a couple of other games that I've just I've uh, I've seen come out and you know I've 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 tried to do my research and seeing if it's worth purchasing and it sucks too because when you're on that hype bandwagon there's nothing more that you want to do like Yoshi's Crafted Island just came out I think is what it's titled for the Switch and I'm looking for a new title to play on Switch I've got Smash Bros I've got I just beat Mario I've got a couple of other games like you know uh, Stardew Valley and stuff on there but I need I really want a good um um basic you know like a good um switch title that's uh will have a good adventure and a good story and stuff so i've been looking for that and i've been waiting for that to come out and i don't really want to pay 60 dollars for a switch game so i'm sitting here and watching all these videos and i'm reading up on you know, and it's like it's a good game but you know it's kind of an it's an average good game it's not like a super good game and it's hard to temper your hype your expectations your your wants to purchase that and just have it you know but at the same time uh, you recognize maybe I should wait for a sale if I really want it that bad. Um, you know, on the, on the other end, when you have a game like Anthem, when you have a game like, you know, like Fallout 76, um, it's a matter of trying to just, you know, hold off until the game is good. I've been doing that, you know, last year was an anomaly, but I've been doing that with Madden for a long time now where, I never buy Madden on day one. I always try to wait a little bit because I know, I just know there's glitches and things that they're going to need to patch. Um, it was either last year or the year prior. It was it, it was one of the, the previous iterations of Madden, and it had a game-breaking glitch in its franchise mode. It was something like, I, can't, I wish I could remember what it was, but it was like teams were releasing really like superstar younger players into the free agent pool. So you were seeing guys, for example, if you watch NFL football, you were seeing like franchise quarterstone quarterbacks, you know, going into free agency for teams to pick from. So like, let's, for example, we're in Wisconsin, uh, like Brett Favre in the 90s. Like, you know, Brett Favre, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Everybody loves Brett Favre. And he would just get released by the Packers. And you're like, why did that happen? And then all these teams would try to sign him. And you're trying to, you know, you're trying to feel immersed into this franchise mode. And now Brett Favre's playing on the fucking, you know, he's playing on the Buffalo Bills when he's 25 years old. You're like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. That was happening in Madden. So, you know, I'm sitting here and EA is like, we're going to make a patch for it. The patch is coming out. It's going to come out in like three weeks. And I just spent $60 on a game to play franchise mode. And I have to wait three weeks for EA to come out with a patch for it. And at that point, I was pissed at EA. But I was also mad at myself. Like, huh. If I would have waited a couple of days to, to, to have the bug released 
online. I would have known about this and I could have saved that money and spent it elsewhere and then ultimately probably gotten batted for like $40 after it the 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 obvious price fall that those fucking games always go through a couple of weeks after releasing. It just makes it difficult. And you know, I'm not necessarily, you know, struggling paycheck to paycheck, but for people that are and use video games as a prime source of entertainment, that shit, I mean, $20, $30 makes a pretty big difference. You know, buying a game for $60, $70 and then not being able to play it for weeks, weeks, months, months because of the bugs, because it's not what they expected, um, sucks. So, you know, if you're a consumer, don't point the finger at the devs. Do your research. You know, wait a week after the game releases. Don't do the day one purchases and... Do, do your research, you know, um, I always think that it's pretty common sense to do stuff like that, but, uh, cause it's something I've always done. I mean, I, I do my, I try to do my research for any purchase I buy. I got a fucking desk in my, in my, in this little office space that I have. It's a little L shaped desk. It works out really well for gaming, um, privately, you know, so I can kind of like set up, have a nice setup in here and put my laptop in here and stuff. But dude, it took me probably two months to purchase this desk because I looked up so many reviews. I looked up fucking video reviews for desks. I looked up pictures. I looked up what people liked about it, what they didn't like about it. And then I went and searched like a bunch of other desks. And ultimately I decided on this one for like two months. I literally did that. I swear to God. Um, and, and, and that's my norm. And if it's not your norm, try implementing it into at least your, your big purchases of video games. Cause trust me, uh, you'll thank yourself after the fact, a hundred percent. MLB nineteen, I think, just released. Um, the game looks great. Um, franchise mode is exactly the same. They added like one thing, and I'm trying so hard not to spend sixty dollars on that. Um, and it's tough. It is really tough because I love that series, but why do I need to buy that when I have the exact same game from last year? Like, why do I need to waste sixty dollars? I don't. Um, I did the research on it. I learned about it. I, I watched franchise videos. I watched Let's Plays of it. And I was like, you know, as much as I just want the new iteration, the new rosters, the new face scans, I don't think it's worth $60 right now. Maybe uh, in a couple of months when it's down to 40 30 maybe if it hits a PSN um, sale, I'll get it. But, you know, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to do my best to, to not fall um, and, and ultimately pull out my wallet and purchase that game. So, if there's anything I can tell you guys, again, I know I'm rambling here, um, but just do your research. Take that week, spend that time, watch Let's Plays. You know, even if you think IGN is shit, if you're a hipster and you don't believe any of that shit, you think they're all paid off, watch the reviews, all of them. IGN, GameSpot, um, before you buy. Uh, the Angry Joe guy, the Angry Joe reviews, watch all that stuff, and then just get a feel for what it is. Those guys put hours and hours into their into their craft, and regardless if you think they're paid off shills or not, um, you know they put gameplay in there and they talk about some of the different mechanics. Maybe it'll validate your purchase. Maybe it won't, um, and it'll make you recognize that maybe I'll, maybe I should hold off on this, and, and you know maybe I shouldn't get Anthem right now, and then I'll I'll go back and I'll I'll start trying to read some articles because dude, we have the internet. Like, we are so fucking spoiled with the internet nowadays that we can do whatever we want. We can check whatever we want. We can see whatever we want. You don't have to list, wait for fucking, you know, every three weeks for um, the regular guy gaming podcast to come out and tell you if it's a good game or not. You can go and read some fucking article that some 
some dude made. And again, these are all opinion pieces, but it gives you an idea of what you're buying instead of just blindly buying it. Because like RGG was saying, you know, 15 years ago, this wasn't a problem, but times have changed. Um, you know, now that there's an opportunity to make patches, there wasn't an opportunity to make patches 15 years ago. Now online gaming is what it's all about. Online gaming really wasn't was it a thing 15 years ago? Well, I guess it was a thing 15 years ago, but I mean, it wasn't as big as it is today. It wasn't as big as a part of gaming as it is today. Um, so microtransactions weren't as big of a thing. All these different elements weren't as big of a thing as they are today. So it's going to happen. And that's how it's going to be with a lot of these AAA titles. So again, just, just be cautious, do your research and uh, make good decisions when it comes to gaming. So you don't hate yourself and you don't hate gaming moving forward because it's a great source of entertainment. It's a great way to um, kind of relieve yourself. And uh, we hope that you'll stick with us. Um, again, my name is Ragbag for Regular Guy Gaming. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Regular Guy Gaming. And don't forget to follow the Grapple Talk Network on Facebook, uh, Podbean, uh, Apple, iTunes. I don't know. Wherever the fuck you listen to this, just follow us there because I don't know. That makes sense. Uh, we'll try to have another RGG for you this upcoming week. If we don't, it'll probably be the following week. Stay classy, folks. And thanks again for joining us. Much love. We'll catch you next time. Peace out.